Hello friends, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. I brought my co-host with me, Christina. Say hello. Hello. And we hope you enjoy this episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast. If you like what you hear, as always, you can check out more by going to FrugalSnobs.com. You can check out all of our video content available on YouTube at YouTube.FrugalSnobs.com. You can check us out on social media at Facebook.com slash FrugalSnobs or on Twitter at FrugalSnobs. And of course, you can catch this podcast on your podcatcher or podcasting network of choice. And if you have a smart speaker, feel free to ask it to play the Frugal Snobs podcast. As always, folks, be well, never pay retail. And now, on to the episode. Hey, everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Brock's Jeff makes a hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 158 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. As we record this episode, today is Sunday, March 1st. 2020. Happy leap year. Yes, we got through January. We got through February. We're, we're busy people. Yeah. And it is almost spring. It's waiting for those three more weeks. Exactly. If we make it that far. Jeez. We'll talk about that uh, also. Folks, um, this episode is going to basically be a discussion of any global happenings. We're going to talk about the coronavirus, kind of what we're going through to try to prepare and, and uh, be vigilant. And we'll also talk about politics with uh, Super Tuesday coming up. This yes. coming Tuesday, March 3rd. And we'll also uh, talk about how to kind of manage your money through this crisis. Yes. Uh, Don't panic, people. It's Yeah, people should not panic. And I, last week, I mean, seeing the, the U.S. markets drop thousands of points in a matter of days, I've never seen anything like that. I really haven't in my lifetime. I have not. Um, and I'm sure somebody's out there saying, well, what about 2008 or 2001 after 9-11? I'm not including those. Different circumstances. Exactly. I mean, I mean a global pandemic, quote-unquote, um, that's just the flu people. I know I was going to say, well, how can you say that there's been hundreds of people who have died? Yeah, well, actually, thousands of people have died. Yeah. Yes, but we don't know what the circumstances of those people are. I mean, we at least have the knowledge of the one death in the United States was, an, was someone who was susceptible. Yes, a medically, uh, how do I put it, vulnerable, as they call yes. it. Yes. A medically vulnerable patient. Um, and so we'll talk about all that here. We're just going to keep it pretty straightforward, folks. Nothing's really going on with the frugal snubs that's really uh, noteworthy at this point. It's getting through life. But, Christina, we will talk about your books, uh, upcoming items you got going on. And I think for now with the coronavirus, I think we've talked about this you know, together, that I think we're in agreement that you're probably going to be a bit cautious on your bookings for the rest of the year. Which is fair. Yeah. I'm going to do what made me money last year. <laughs> exactly. Sorry to say, people. Well, think about it this way also. I mean, with reading and whatnot, they can pick up copies of the ebook. Yeah. For your books online as well. Now, if you're looking for the audiobooks, folks, sorry, they are they are con exclusive or event exclusive, I should say, since they are on Media Disc. Yes. Yeah. So, unfortunately, folks, if you're looking for the audiobook and you are shutting yourself in to get through this coronavirus uh, scare, so to speak, and I'm going to call it a scare. I'm not saying it's not a legitimate thing. It is. But if you take care of yourself, I think you'll be fine. We'll talk about that. But if you are shutting yourself in for a while or if you have been requested to work from home or whatnot, you're going to have to go with the ebook. if you have not picked up the uh, physical print copies of Christina's books for the time being. Is that fair? Or get them on Amazon. That's true. That's what I'm saying. The e-book. Yeah. Oh, no. Paperback if you prefer that on Amazon. Well, that's true. You, you can pick up. Okay. You can pick up a print copy of all of Christina's books on Amazon. And you can also pick up... Uh, e-copies as ebook for Kindle as well, or any other e-reader that reads Kindle format, I believe, yeah. uh, that's out there. So, folks, there are ways to get your hands on Christina's books without attending a con or other event. Of course, we would prefer that you do because you have con-exclusive or event-exclusive pricing as well, and you can also pick up the audiobooks only at events where you can find 
Christina. Yes. Is that fair? Yes. All right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, we also want to talk about kind of our experiences in society here in the Northern Virginia area, so re- really near the capital. Yes. Um, what we're seeing, uh, if, again, if you're not in the area, folks, at least you have a little bit of information from us. If you're in the global audience, uh, be careful. Uh, just be very careful. Uh, again, treat treat the, I mean, we've heard in this country, treat treat this like the flu. Yes. Right? Don't panic. Don't buy masks. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. I mean, I know that masks are becoming more available, but in the meantime, just keep yourself you know, you know, as you would as if you were encountering germs from a cold or the flu. I mean, keep your hands clean. Don't touch your face. Use hand sanitizer. Uh, keep yourself somewhat isolated from others who you think may be ill in some way. Uh, so you're not vulnerable for other things as well. Just keep yourself, keep your faculties about yourself and you should be fine. Yes. I mean, I look at it that way. So, all right. So, but in this area, at least in, in the Nova area, we have noticed, uh, what have you noticed? I mean, being out in society. Christina, you work in a medical office, so, yeah. so I mean... We're not really affected. I mean, people at least have the courtesy to call and be like, hey, I'm sick. Do you guys want me to come in? It's like, no. That's Stay fair. home. We'll reschedule. That's fair. That's fair. And plus, especially if someone's ill, even if it's a cold or the flu, given the line of work that, that you work with, uh, in, in uh, what I'll put as oral health. Yes. Is that okay to say? Um, I mean, if somebody has their mouth open... <laughs> you know, You're going to get the germs. Exactly. But even, even if you have a mask on, right? So... Um, anyway, um, that's, that, that's one area where we've kind of seen some changes. Another is, uh, just out in society with the grocery store. Oh, Christina, you went to the grocery store yesterday. Now yeah. we've always made it a running gimmick on this uh, podcast about all of our savings at the grocery store, which we've done very well this week as well, even in these times. But I think Christina, what you saw a lot of is even just going to the grocery store, you saw a lot of things picked over and a lot of, a lot of sales yeah. taken advantage of. Oh like yeah. We're running on things. Uh, yeah. It's like people are scared. It's like. Calm down. Well, hold, hold on. Before we go any further, I don't want to scare people ourselves. That we're not saying the shelves are bare, folks, but we are seeing a more aggressive purchasing yes. of items at our local grocery stores in our area. People so, are stocking up for two, three weeks of groceries at once. Well, you know, it's kind of funny because when I was a kid, you know, I was raised by a single dad, basically. And I saw my mom, but basically a single parent. And I was. So, um, you know, we would go grocery shopping like once a month. In some cases, just by default, like he's working, he doesn't have time exactly to go once a week. So we would like stock up on all of our dried goods once a month. Any perishables, eggs, milk, cheese, things like that, dairy products, you get every couple weeks. Yeah, and get the 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 most uh, aggressive expiration dates possible in terms of longevity. But beyond that, I mean, we weren't shopping every week. So I mean, until we we moved to Florida uh, the first time when I was a kid, when we could we had a grocery store right near the house. So yeah, we could go two times a week or whatever, get fresh food for things, and then you would shop for for less often occasions. But you know, in this case, I, I think people are just, I think people are afraid, and I think it's reflected in our stock market and things like that. We want to talk about that as part of the show. So, uh, grocery store, you saw some weird stuff going on. Um, what about traffic patterns? Is it getting worse? Are people are you seeing more or less traffic on the roads? Or is it about the same? It feels heavier <clears throat> because people are out getting the things they think they need to survive this thing. Well, it's it's kind of like when we have snow here. Yes. You know, that, that, little, that little dusting of like a quarter inch of snow where you can still see blades of grass through the snow and people think we're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's how people think around here because they've never experienced it before. It's because they moved here and never really lived here. That's yeah. the problem. Um, same thing. Uh, you know, I, I will admit, I lived in the Southeast for the majority of my life and the Southern States for a majority of my life. I mean, 
I'll be honest, if you're in, if you're in Nova or in Maryland, D.C., Delaware, places like that, or anywhere in the mid-Atlantic states, I'm just going to say it. I prefer living in the southern states. Yes. People are more friendly. The weather is nicer. Um, it's not as crowded. People are more level-headed and not as aggressive. Um, and people are just more laid back. I just preferred it. I, I will openly say I... I am glad that I spent a lot of my developmental years down south. I became a different type of person. Um, I'm not aggressive by nature, but I will confront if, I, if someone is aggressive at me. Like, I won't just be a pushover. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, why do you have to act like that? Really? Yeah. It's not going to get us anywhere. So, anyway, um, I just I, I, I respect those people more. I'll openly say it. I do. Um, I prefer it. But, uh, you know, living here, it's like with snow and such, this almost seems almost like a snowstorm kind of deal. It does. It's like, okay, listen, listen, okay? Calm down. Just treat yourself okay. Don't be disgusting. Have decent hygiene and you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, and, and for a long time, the media tried to sell a story. Yes. You know? They and don't tell us how many people have recovered. Exactly. It's like, well, there have been 4,000 deaths from this. It's like... Yeah, and over 40,000 people recovered. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying from the coronavirus. I mean in general. It's a general set of numbers. Yeah. From a general case. But, I mean, it's like, okay, listen, okay? Most people, as has been discussed, will exhibit, if you are exhibiting uh, the signs of or are affected by the virus, mild to moderate symptoms. Only in severe cases where people are medically vulnerable, as Christina was saying, um, will people see jeopardy. Is that fair? Yeah. The flu kills more people every year than this has killed. Yeah. So, we shall see. Um, but for now, we're going to keep uh, giving everybody uh, audio dynamite every couple of weeks. Always. <laughs> to meet that demand. And we'll bring everybody any updates. But for now, we're still on a schedule. We're not going anywhere. Um, but we'll bring people information as we have it here from the States, uh, especially near the U.S. Capitol. So, that's, that's a unique perspective we have. I mean, we're, what, six, seven miles from the White House here? Yeah. So, we're all the close, folks. So... If you've been listening to us, uh, stay tuned. Um, we're going to get through it. Don't don't worry about it. So, um, all right. So we talked about the grocery store. talked a little bit about the coronavirus. We'll get into that a little bit more as we go along. But, um, you know, I think yesterday there was the discussion by the president about yeah. uh, banning travel to Ch- mainland China, South Korea, Iran, Italy. Italy. Yeah. Um, it, Possibly with how things are going, Germany. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, they're an epicenter for this right now in Europe. And it's scary because it's very centralized. So this can spread east or west from from Germany. So we'll we'll see what happens. I I think that I mean for us we're just so everybody has an idea of kind of what we're going through. Um, Christina and I are basically keeping ourselves isolated. Yes, to a degree. We're only going out when we need to. Um, that's us all the time, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I leave every morning and I come straight home from work. Do I stop to get anything? No, no, nope. And I work full time from home, so. Which is kind of nice. Um, actually, I think we're as nicely insulated as we can be. You yes. work nearby, uh, within a ten minute drive. Uh, about ten minutes, depending on lights. I said, I said about a ten minute drive. I didn't say an under. T- I said I said about a ten minute drive. Um, I myself, you know, work from home. Um, we again, we're clean people. Um, we try to keep uh, germs, etc., to to a low. Um, but like we said, folks, I mean, we're also taking in things like emergency or lots of vitamin C. Yes, eating healthy. Uh, continuing to exercise and work out, kind of keep your body strong. Yes. Um, and just keep doing what you're doing. Make sure you take in your vitamin C. Take, make sure you stay hydrated. I mean, do anything that, that, that you need to do that is preventative without going full bore wearing masks and gloves, okay? Yeah. I mean, do what you're doing. Just hop it up maybe maybe a level. 
turn yeah. it up a, a notch. You know yeah. what I mean? Be a little extra careful, a little more vigilant. Um, isolate yourself as needed, and it can be fine. I think, I think we'll get through this. Now, I mean, if you look at our financial markets and the political system, it, it's all the sky is falling, chicken little. Yeah. And by the way, the Democrat debates recently, we're going to get into the politics side of yeah. this. We talked about the coronavirus, I think, enough. Right? Yes. Uh, getting into the political side of this, this thing has been ridiculous. It's funny. It's funny. It, it was very funny. We watched the debates uh, in South Carolina earlier uh, last week. Uh, Joe Biden apparently won South Carolina, which we were expecting. Um, but, you know, the, the, the debates are, to me, comical. Because everyone's promising, especially the, Dem- the Dems are promising everything that we could never deliver. We cannot deliver health care for all. We cannot deliver free college education. We, we can't deliver any of this stuff. We can't. We cannot deli- deliver single-payer health care. We can't do it. I mean, the U.S. takes in about $4 trillion a year GDP, and I'm sure somebody out there is going to say, well, that's not really true, Justin. It's all these other things. Like, you know what? No, I'm giving an approximation. The United States takes in roughly $4 trillion a year gross domestic product, okay? Health care for all, college tuition, all this other stuff that's free that we all have to pay for. Did we have yeah. to pay for our tuition? Yes, we did. Yeah, and were we going to get our money back? According nope. to Elizabeth Warren, no, we won't. And it was caught on camera. Of course you won't. It's like, no, I'm not going to give my, I'm not going to basically pay my tuition to pay for your kid to get a C average in college. No, no. Take care of your families. If you couldn't do that, then maybe you should make different decisions. Yes. Okay, and that's and that's my in the face of the 40 to 50-year-old parents that now can't afford college for their kids. It's like, hey, don't make me raise your children. And if you don't like what I said, tough. It's the truth. I'm raising your kids. Yeah. No, you need to raise your own kids. You brought them into this world. You're responsible for how they really end up in the end. Yes. You are. I mean, I was going to say, well, it's not true. People have free will. Yes, you are, because their formative years are under your care, and how they see the world is usually through you. Yes. Yeah? So, anyway, you know, back, back to this whole thing with the whole universal health care, tuition, free, free, you know, daycare, parent, leave, open borders. No. No, 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 no. No. And if people don't like what I said, I honestly don't care. <laughs> Isn't it great? It's like, yeah. I honestly... Don't care. Don't care, because it's what I, what, I, what I really believe in. And frankly, you know... Christine, I said this to you before. I will never apologize for how I feel. Exactly. Nope. Uh, you are not owed an apology for how I feel. It's about me and how I feel. I will never, ever betray myself. If you don't like what I, what I, what I have to say or how I feel, well, well. <laughs> I will find new people to be around, and so can you. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but no, we can't afford all this stuff. $4 trillion a year in GDP. All of these programs are going to cost upwards of $90 plus, $94 trillion, something like that. We will be bankrupt immediately. <laughs> exactly. And in perpetuity. In fact, I mean, I, I would love to, to find this, but, um, you know, there, there was a, a belief out there, a train of thought, you know, around if there were to be a democratic socialist or a full bore socialist in the White House, that there are projections that you would actually work and still net losses every year. And the harder you work is simply just to net fewer losses every year. So instead of losing four, working for negative four cents on a dollar, you're trying to work for negative two cents on a dollar. So basically, you will work in debt when that happens. Basically, for the foreseeable future. That's no way to live. No. And by the way, I just wanted to, see, to ask everybody out there as it relates to, to socialist uh, environments, how many socialist countries have ever made it? None. None. Well, there's China. Yeah, that's debatable. Look at what happened. Look at coronavirus. Yeah. 
Yeah, look at how well that was controlled. How many people died. And how much was concealed yeah. from the rest of the planet until it got out. Yeah. Once it got out, they couldn't lie about it anymore. And yes, I said lie about it anymore. So, you know, China's recovering. Well, of course it is after they quarantine millions of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at what it is, everybody. I mean, think about it. There's, what, like, what, 1.7 billion people, I think, in China, stuff like that, a ton, yeah. right? They're not going to miss a couple thousand people. No. And I'm not saying that I want people to die from this virus. Do not misconstrue what I said. My, 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 my theme of the week, by the way, this week was listen to what I said and not create a narrative and act on what you think I said. Exactly. <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah. Act on what I said. And listen to what I actually said. And do not create a narrative or act on what you think I said. Is that fair? Yeah. So, but, so I'm going to stop everybody there with that. Um, That, you know, (laughs) I think for for the advancement of China as a whole, I think that they would be willing to sacrifice as many other people as they had to. Most socialist states have. Look at Venezuela, Soviet Union, places like that. Cuba. Yeah. I mean... You know, according to Bernie Sanders, Castro wasn't all bad. He created a literacy program. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, after he basically stole all the land, all the factors of production in Cuba, and basically enslaved the population. But wait, people can read. Yeah. They have no futures, but they can read. (laughs) What's the point of being able to read for? Exactly. Especially when you can't leave. Yeah. You have no future. And, you know, the average wage is $20 a month. Congratulations. That's paradise. So anyway, um, interesting debates. That's all I'll say. I, I just think the whole thing, and, and, and I believe Christina didn't. Uh, Biden won South Carolina, right? Yeah, we yeah, did. did. About that. He so, got twenty-two out of the thirty-three points. Sanders for the got, delegates. You mean? Yeah, gotcha. And then Sanders got the eleven. Other delegates? Yeah, gotcha. It's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter. November's coming, and I this whole concept of the coronavirus is. I mean, I'm not gonna say this is a conspiracy theory on this show, but I'll, I'll give people something to think about. Okay, think about this. One could say, based on where we are today, that there could be a vein of reason to believe that China engineered the coronavirus outbreak. I agree. Right? Here is why. We just signed what in January with China? A trade deal. Yes. Which never really got what they really wanted. But on the world stage, did China appear to be weaker than we thought? To a degree, yeah, for the phase one trade deal. Someone could think that. Now, if China is threatened by the United States and by Donald Trump, yeah. one could believe that potentially they could have engineered a controlled, or what they thought to be, a controlled outbreak of this virus in order to infect more of the global population, bring the economies of industrialized countries to a halt, which it looks like they're trying to do. Look at our stock market, for God's sake. And then once they start recovering, while the rest of the world deals with the shockwave of their irresponsibility... And yeah, irresponsibility to control their stuff. Um, then they recover more quickly than the rest of the world because they've been dealing with it longer. And then, you know, they now appear to be needed more. Yeah. Than the rest of the planet or than the United States. And by being impacted by this coronavirus themselves, they can then show how much China means to the rest of the world in terms of the global economy, production, services, etc. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, a conspiracy theorist, not like myself, I did not say I was a conspiracy theorist, could believe that this was all engineered. 
Yeah. Someone could also believe that a convenient democratic socialist, ah, Bernie Sanders, could be in some way oddly linked to something like this. Don't you find that interesting? I do. See, and then that way, if Bernie Sanders basically moves forward with his campaign and gets the nod from, from the uh, the Democratic Party as their nominee, which I don't think is going to happen because they don't want that, I think that, you know, if that were to happen, then guess who he immediately may have the backing of? China. Yeah. For better trade agreements, etc. So China does its part. Sanders does his part. And then we go back to the Stone Age. Yeah. I, I just find it interesting. Um, At least we got what we have before all this happened. Yes. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and move into the stock market portion of this as well for the money management side of the, the episode. Um, we were able to at least have really nice gains in 2018-19 from the stock market. Uh, I sold off a little bit earlier this year to hedge a little bit. It seems like it's worked a bit. Uh, the past week has been very difficult uh, since uh, I have leveraged holdings in technology. Uh, so Apple took a massive hit. Uh, the Fang names took a massive hit this week, or this past week, I should say. And, um, you know, I was able to, to leverage some things. Looks like there was a bit of a rally, a rally late Friday. We'll see what happens coming into the week, you know, with a death, a no, uh, if the first confirmed death inside the United States. And, again, additional cases. But, again, we were, we were all expecting this, according to the president speaking yesterday on the 29th of February. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. And then the question around... You know, muzzling certain medical professionals with them sitting right in the same room. Which was stupid. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You know, and Trump did say, Donald Trump did say that's a dishonest question. And then, then this person who asked the question says, how is it dishonest? It's like, well, okay, you're asking me a question about muzzling a, a medical professional who, by the way, is sitting right here. If you would like him to answer the question, please do. And he invites, you know, this gentleman up and he answers the question. It's like, that is the dumbest thing you could ever do. Yeah, I'm going to ask person X a question about person Y when person Y is sitting within feet of person X. Yeah. If you want to talk to him, ask him. Yes. And I will give him the opportunity to defend himself. Yeah. How is that dishonest? It's dishonest because it's a skewed question that's asked very badly. Yeah. (laughs) That's how it's dishonest. So, you know, let's see what's going to happen to us, you know, for the, for the foreseeable future. Right. I mean, I'm worried about the Tokyo Olympics. We'll see what happens with that. I'm worried about certain other events and other venues that are going on. Um, we're going to see. We'll see what happens. I mean, do I think we're going to be dealing with this probably for 90 days or more? Yes. Yeah. Do I think that we're going to be hurt by the, uh, the changes in the economy? Maybe. But like you said, Christina, at least we were able to uh, leverage some things before all this went down where we're still okay. Uh, we plan on being around. And, yes. And... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm. I think for you and your your book series and all of your events, I think you're good with where your calendar is right now. Yeah, I'm quite comfortable with that, with working full time and. Yeah, and we'll see. You know, who comes out to events, that sort of thing, and you know, hopefully, I hate to say this, but hopefully, some of your bigger shows are not canceled. Yeah. You know, we're hoping Steel City still goes on in April. We're hoping that Sci-Fi Valley still goes on in June, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't, but we'll see. There is no coronavirus in Pennsylvania right now. Well, that we know no of. of. Yeah. <laughs> that's the key. That's the thing. That we know of. So we're, we're going to see what happens. Um, and we'll hopefully do the best that uh, that we can. Um, folks, but, but like I was saying, you know, before, you are probably going to see if you have your money, you know, away into, let's say, high yield savings accounts or the stock market like I was talking about. 
you can, I mean, I'm going to decide to probably work this through uh, the cycles and see how it works out. I think it's a good buying opportunity Yeah, for some people. I mean, I'm looking to buy Coca-Cola, hopefully, at a certain price point. It's not there yet. Um, I'm looking at BlackBerry. BlackBerry? Really? Okay. Hmm. Pick up 20 shares for about $105. Right, but you got to look at the chart first, though. I mean, just to own it's one thing. To see if it's going to make you any money is another. You know what I mean? I mean, a la my Royal Bank of Scotland. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> the Royal Bank of Scotland example. Which I'm hoping comes back. But look at what I did with SiriusXM. True, but you still need to work on that too, because I mean, everything took a hit. Everything took a haircut, basically. Everything got a haircut by about ten to fifteen percent this week. And I might get some more serious. So we'll we'll see what happens. But if you have your money sitting away, folks, in like high yield savings accounts, we talked about them on the show before. Expect those rates to drop. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at the the probability of rate cuts. At least three rate cuts this year is at least one is very high. Um, nearly 100%, basically. The others are relatively high, relatively speaking. So expect rates to go down to around 1% this year. I mean, you know, if, if you own other instruments, um, you know, there's there's ways to, to leverage that. You know, bonds from the government are also another way to leverage long-term income streams. But again, those yields are low. So consider that. If you own a home, refinancing is probably a good thing for you right now. Yeah. Because all mortgage rates are going to gonna drop. So, I mean, there's other ways that you can get through this. And, you know, if you're not, you know, in high finance, so to speak, um, or in my case, street finance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do know a lot in that area, but I'm also, you know, I'm a street smart guy. Book smart, yes. Street smart, equally. That's the best way to be, be both. Um, but, I mean, if you're looking closer to home to the household, look for things like long-term sales. Stock up on things now. Yes. Make sure that you don't need to leave your home uh, for anything beyond uh, the essentials. And I'm not saying shut yourself in for three months, for God's sake. I'm saying shut. Your, be prepared to shut yourself in for a week or two, if ever needed. That sort of thing till things pass. But make sure you you also take a look for for sales and things like that. Your your local grocery chains, etc., are probably going to aggressively push certain items, right? So things that will help you get through to things like this. Canned goods are probably going to be very, very, very popular, right? And Dry goods. Dry goods, yes. Canned goods, dry goods, non-perishables that can yes. be stored, right? Because I'm thinking like a bag of flour. You can make your own bread if you get yeast. Right. And and and, 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 and folks, don't, don't, don't misconstrue what we're saying here. This is not the apocalypse, all no. right? It's a situation. Yes, I'm just saying, like, store bread can mold. You can make your own. Oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that you were suggesting that at all. I'm just saying that, you know, when you're down to physically using your hands to make a loaf of bread, it's like, no, 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 don't, don't think we're telling you just to go do that. No, but I'm just saying that's what some people would do. Right. And, you know, for us, I mean, we're, we're looking at things long term that we're going to need just from running a household. Yes. So what we mean by that are things like um, dishwashing detergent. Yes. Uh, we actually just ordered some items on Amazon. Uh, other things we need for day-to-day stuff. Water uh, enhancers. Water enhancer. Uh, filtered or bottled water if you need it. Um, filtration systems for your filtering systems for water if you need those. Filters, things like that, right? Things that are good, that you know you're going to use long-term. Paper goods, things like that. I mean, I mean, look, look, you're not going to go out there and buy like a thousand pounds of dehydrated food, okay? But what you are going to do is want to look for a way to be able to live for up to a month. Yes. I mean, I mean, for certain goods. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, people are going nuts over this. It's ridiculous. Um, Peppers. Yeah. Well, like Christina, you, were, you and I were just talking about the other day. It's like, here's an idea. Just don't be gross. Yeah. <laughs> 
Get a shower. I just said, don't be gross. If you're not gross and you don't hang around gross people, you should be okay. Yeah. Relatively speaking. Um, oh, Lysol. Yes. Uh, hand wipes, Lysol, spray, Purell. Purell, things like that. Hand sanitizer, uh, Lysol spray. Uh, keep, keep your services clean, folks. Just, just do the things you would normally do with a slight heightened sense of awareness. Yes. That's fair. Oh, jeez. All right. So, do you want to talk a little bit about recent events within the WWE universe? Yeah. All right, we'll talk about lighten Light it up, up a little bit, and then we'll talk about your events that are coming up that you still have scheduled. Yes. And we'll um we'll uh, talk about that and uh, wrap up the episode. So, in the double double E universe, yes, the WWE universe. Um, couple things since NXT Portland. Um, you and I just wrapped up the latest episode of NXT UK on the WWE yes. Network. Um, by the way, folks, your window has passed. For the special offer. And I saw the, the boxes yesterday. Really? Yeah. Really? I think, didn't the uh, offer pass for the three months? I it think? expired yesterday. <laughs> and I think it's funny that we watched that documentary <laughs> on the network with the big show and have it on Honeycomb. Right, and they compared him to Andre the Giant, because who's Andre... also on Honeycomb. Yes. Because he was in a commercial, actually. Yes. So that's kind of cool. I it's, remember it's... that commercial. See, and I don't. I don't remember that commercial. Um, folks, by the way, um, what we're talking about here, if you have the WWE Network, uh, if you're on a trail, check out the Broken Skull Sessions. The latest episode is with Paul White, Big Show. That's what we're talking about. We checked it out yesterday. Um, interesting documentary. Uh, but, yeah, when he was compared to Andre the Giant because of his size and whatnot. Um, and then to see that clip of the old Andre the Giant commercial with Honeycomb and now Big Show's on the boxes of Honeycomb for this offer from Post. You know, kind of funny. But your window of time, folks, unfortunately has passed. And uh, you can no longer uh, receive the trial three free months, I should say, three free months of the WWE Network with qualifying purchases of Honeycomb. So if you did not heed our right. comments for the past two episodes of this podcast... Yet a month. Yet a month. Tough. Yes, we tried. <laughs> we, <laughs> we tried to save you money. Yes, we did. And if you did not do that, shame on you. And our cereal's gone. It is? You ate all the Honeycomb? Yeah. Okay. Christina, <laughs> you ate all the qualifying boxes of Honeycomb. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. So... Due to Christine's eating of our honeycomb... Late night snacks while working on the book. We, we have been able to check out a lot of stuff on the WWE Network. I did check out last weekend the history of the AWA. Cool documentary. Um, that's what I'm doing, folks, with the network. I'm going back and watching all this old footage. World-class, Mid-South, Power Pro, AWA, all this old stuff. So I get all the old stuff and all the old documentaries. But we did check out the Big Show documentary. It was pretty good. Uh, I shouldn't say documentary. The Broken Skull Session discussion. Yeah, the interview. Good. Yeah, it was pretty good. We're also checking out The Bump as yes. well. Um, pretty pretty cool uh, show. Good concept. But anyway, we did just check out the latest episode this morning of NXT UK. We're catching up. And the Kaylee Ray Tony Storm match was... Ugh. It was more gruesome than what we were reading. I mean, I know you read comments about it before we watched it. And... Ugh. Not, not something that is for the weak of stomach. So... Agreed. Girls are vicious, man. Yeah. What are they? Vicious. Who? The girls. The girls. But, I mean, Y'all her, mean. Having her hands taped behind her back, stomped in a chair. Don't, don't, don't give it away. I'm not going to say what happened. I, I said her. I never said who. Don't give it away. I'm not giving it away. I didn't don't, say who won. By the way, by the way, folks, since you can't see this in the studio, Christina is tapping me. In a scolding manner. I didn't say who. Say I didn't in. give anything away. Okay. Anyway, but... Okay, so check it out, folks. Um, 
Also, NXT UK, I'm kind of digging it now. It's it's rough and tough, but it's it feels more indie. It looks more real. It's that British style wrestling, man. They, it's it's tough stuff, man. And the fact that you have you know certain blendings with NXT or with the main roster veterans, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we're we're digging NXT UK. I mean, I think they had a hard time getting it off the ground, but I think we're we're actually enjoying it. Um, I think the British fans are awesome, man. Singing in the middle of matches and <laughs> weird chants. If they get bored, they just entertain themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I mean, if they get bored, they just entertain themselves. I think the uh, NXT UK superstars are more athletic. Yeah. 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 That that A-Kid spot, you know, was pretty good. That, I mean, I don't know how he maneuvered that, but that was awesome to watch. Yeah. Check, check. If, if you don't know what we're talking about, folks, do check out. The uh, the latest episode of NXT UK as we record this episode that would have been from I think Thursday the twenty seventh yes of February yes uh, twenty twenty so check out the episode folks um, if you have an opportunity um, but that was a pretty brutal thing uh, by the way folks in terms of the coronavirus and venues we were talking about earlier there has been some talk of canceling the WrestleMania pay per view um, in Tampa I mean it's going to affect the Tampa economy it's being held at Random and James Stadium I've been to that stadium many many times um, where the Buccaneers play. Uh, so I used to work actually right, right about a half a block from the edge of the stadium. You can see the stadium lights from, from the building. And the so, cannons. Yes. Yes. And the pirate ship. It's awesome. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm worried that they may be canceling it. And if that's true, I don't know what compensation there will be for it later in the year. Is there going to be a bigger event? Are they going to refund tickets? I, I don't know. I mean, they'd have to do that. They'd have to refund the tickets. But I mean, there's other events down there too, like, like wrestling conventions that happen in the city. Right and then there's also week. the tam- take uh, t- take over Tampa. That's my point. There's the Hall of Fame, which may not happen. There's Takeover Tampa, which may not happen. Uh, there's, like I said, all the wrestling conventions that happen that week. Up to that, I mean, and other promotions also make that their week of having events. Like Progress has an event typically. Evolve has events that week. Um, you know, other things happen during the week. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm not saying it to be a, a, a pro wrestling sports entertainment store fan, folks, or anything like that, or combat athletics fan. It's just these things will be affected, you know? Um, the Olympics may be affected by this. So, um, you know, kind of going back a little bit, I was surprised about uh, the Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia, which was this past Thursday. They kept it uh, short. The 27th also. <laughs> they did keep it short. It was over three hours, though, wasn't it? Yeah, and NXT UK had a special airtime right beforehand. Gotcha. To make sure that you could see NXT UK right and, before. Yes. Ah, I see. So, a lot of things happen on the 27th then, folks. Yeah. yeah. Check out your WWE Network if you can, if you have it. Um, Goldberg defeated Bray Wyatt. Bill Goldberg. <laughs> to become the uh, Universal Champion. So, I, I found this really interesting, and I was laying this out to Christina this morning. You know, I heard from the Busted Open podcast, uh, from yesterday's episode, actually, the weekend edition, that there's a premise that Bray Wyatt, the Fiend character, had a weakness. Uh, sorry, folks, if you hear background noise, there's people outside. So, in the studio, live show. Yes. So, um, gotta address that kind of stuff. So, um, there is a premise that was carried forward that, you know, the Fiend has a weakness. We've seen it on the Firefly Funhouse segments and whatnot. The belief, though, is the, the, that the weakness may be fear. And if you're not afraid of Bray Wyatt... He has no power. Exactly. So, and if you look at the matches involving Bray Wyatt with uh, Daniel Bryan, I almost say Bryan Danielson, real name, but Daniel Bryan, or with uh, Seth Rollins, etc., you know, the, the lights are always out, the red lights are on, He, you inflict punishment, he doesn't sell it, you know, he doesn't feel it. It's almost like your worst nightmare. 
right? Like you're running from the boogeyman. Yeah. And you can't get away. And you try to 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 defend yourself and it doesn't work. Well, I mean, if you look at the, the premise of the Goldberg match, a couple things went into that, though. Let's, let's be real in real life here. Bill Goldberg is 53, okay? He's not young anymore, okay? So things went into that that match. It was probably hot, even even for, for February in Saudi Arabia. The coronavirus probably was playing a bit of a role. You didn't want that many people together for as long as they had to be. You know, um, I'm sure Bray, Bray Wyatt, um, Wyndham Rotunda, real name, I was probably really hot in all that gear. In the mask and the makeup. Exactly. And- all that stuff goes into that, right? Um, and then, again, you take it, like I said, Bill Goldberg's age. Yeah. So, but if you look at the premise of not having fear, you know, even with the entrances, Goldberg comes out, he's really intense, stands in his pyre like he always does, and so he doesn't get hurt, um, has water on his body so that he doesn't burn himself. Yeah. According to the, sm- the, smoking, the Broken Skull Sessions. Yeah. His interview. Check that out, too, folks, on the WWE Network. Now I found out a little more of the gimmick as to how Goldberg could stand this pyro. He's what? Water. Yep. <laughs> so he doesn't get burned. Cool. I thought, see, I, this kind of stuff, you got to find that kind of stuff out. Like It's cool. Like, I know that it's not real. I get the it. tricks behind the but gimmick. But I got to see it. Like To stand in your pyro, hello, how do you do that? Um, like Ricky Steamboat blowing fire. I finally found that out. I was telling Christina that yesterday. I was all tickled about it. I finally figured that out. My childhood belief mm-hmm. that how does he do this? Um, but... um. You know, even the entrances, he comes out, no nonsense, right? Bray Wyatt comes out, lights go off, he's got the lantern, all the other stuff he does, right? Yeah. As soon as those lights come up, he gets speared out of his boots. Yeah. I mean, like, like. Ding, 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 boom! Yeah. Like, not even, not even like a, like fear, right? There was no fear. Speared a few times, tries to use his mandible claw finish, you know, no. You know, he gets, gets the, the, the suplex to power slam jackhammer, quote unquote, and done. I mean, that's the whole point of it. It's like, if there's no fear of the character, then the character has no power. Yeah. The character has no power, the character can be defeated. Yes. Fair? Yes. So, I know it was probably pretty controversial, but hey, what can I say? Um, Undertaker appearance was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, for the uh, for the tournament, the gauntlet match, uh, with Mr. AJ Styles. Dang, man. And slamming him into the... Choke slam. You should have put him through that, Matt. I mean... He could have. <laughs> that was pretty tough, man. AJ um, bounced. That was pretty cool, though, to see AJ Styles and uh, Mark Calloway, Undertaker, in the match in a match at the same time, in a ring at the same time. You know, never saw it before. It's pretty cool. So, dang, man. <laughs> so, um, I mean, like, like I said, I mean, the Super Showdown, I, it was what it was. Um, I think coming out of that pay per view, we'll see what happens on the quote unquote road to WrestleMania. SmackDown was interesting. John Cena came back. After The Fiend. No, The Fiend came after him. Ah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that'll be an interesting match for WrestleMania. Fiend's going to get over in that match, though. Bray Wyatt's going to go over. John Cena isn't a full-timer. So, there's no point to have John Cena. And Remember? there's no belt. True. So that's, that's a thing, man. When it comes down to these big events, i got to have something on the line. i got to have yeah. a belt. I mean, I got to... I don't care if it's... I don't care if it's a prop belt. I don't care if it's a real belt, fake belt. Doesn't matter. I want a belt. You know, to, to be on, on the line for I gotta have a prize to win. Um and then we have the other the other matches on the cards. So Spear versus Spear. Yeah. Oh that's right. Goldberg does come out and Roman Reigns decided um I'm next. Yes, Joe and no I, real name. Why am I giving real names? You have a lot of real names. Have you noticed that? <laughs> you have a lot of real names today. Um but yeah, he's next. So we'll see what what happens. That's that's a, that's, a, that's gonna be a good match. I think people are actually taking to that pretty well. 
Um, you know, like Christine and I were talking about earlier this morning, I think you're going to see a heel Goldberg develop ahead of WrestleMania. Cause right, Ripley's going to defeat Charlotte. Yes. You can see how this card outcome is going to be coming up. What I, what I was telling Christina, folks, is that I can tell you more than likely who's going to win the matches at, at this major, major card for the year, right? Yeah. I mean, but I don't really care about wins and losses. What I care about is the quality of the matches yes. themselves. Okay? Were the matches good? Yes. You know? Um, and I think from there, it's probably going to be the best thing for us. But we'll we'll see what happens moving forward. But we're digging NXT UK. NXT is still going strong. Um, glad to see uh, Bianca Belair get a match against Charlotte Flair, by the way, on NXT. Got her butt kicked, but... You said she's injured, right? Yeah. Wait, with no offense? Nothing? Just got dominated by Charlotte Flair? I don't know about that, but I just know the ending with the chair stomp in the leg. Another gruesome... Ah, uh, for Bianca Belair? Yes. So Charlotte inflicted more punishment on her? Yeah, because she got her leg trapped in an actual folding chair and then stomped the chair. Ah, uh, so let me get this straight. So I have not seen the match yet. Neither have I. Full disclosure. But, I was reading about it. But you believe that what occurred here is that Belair got her leg put into a chair. Yes. And stomped on by Charlotte Flair. Yes. Well, shows her to stop running her mouth then. What? Agreed. I said it. Look, and I'm not taking anything away from Bianca Belair. I think as a talent. She's good. She's really good. Strong as all get out. Her numbers from the PC or performance center are massive. I wouldn't want her to beat me up, but she could easily. Yeah. Especially with the hair whip? Yeah. I don't, I, not even the hair whip. She punches me in the chin. I'm out. Like that. Yeah. Um, she can pick up those girls like deadlift. She can pick up dudes. Yeah. She holds them over her head. But so can Nikki Bella, though. Yeah. She can deliver a, an AA like, like, like a dude. So, but we'll see how much that's help also from the guys. But we'll see. Um, but, Really still digging NXT, like I said before. Um, looking forward to NXT uh, UK Dublin. We're, we're not going to be under our network trial at that time. We might talk about it, though. I exactly. Mean, I, it depends on what the card looks like. Yes. I'd, I'd pay the nine ninety nine a month to see the card. Or we could get it at a discount. True. I mean, we'll figure something out. Um, but again, really digging the, the, uh, the WWE Universe right now. AEW, apparently, John Moxley is now the AEW champion. I guess congrats to him. Um, they had to keep him, though. Yeah. Otherwise, he was going to probably be gone. Because um, he was doing a lot of stuff in New Japan, too. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, hey, uh, decent week this week yeah. in the wrestling universe. If you're not a fan, folks, and we tuned, you tuned us out, sorry. Let's go ahead and wrap this thing up with uh, wrapping up on your events, Christina. You seem a little fatigued. You've been busy this weekend. So let's go ahead and get this thing out of the way. But So you got a bunch of events coming up. But your most, your most uh, how do I put this, your closest event. Your most immediate event, I should say. Crooked Run. It's Crooked Run Brewery. Yes. Brewery. Yeah. Crooked Run Brewery on March 21st. Yes. Is that correct? So it's yes. three weeks from yesterday, yeah. basically. Uh, it's Saturday, I believe. Yes. Yes. From 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes. Crooked Run Brewing um, here in Virginia. Yes. And it is for what? Nerdfest? Yes. It's called Nerdfest. Yes. Right? So come out, folks. Um... I have not tried their beers yet. I will probably do so, um, if Christina, if they allow me to be with you at this event, uh, if there's enough space. And uh, like I said... It's a I, nice place, though. It is a cool place. I've, I've been to one of the events with you. It's pretty cool. Um, so we'll see uh, We'll see what happens there and moving forward. But your, your two major events are going to be Steel City Con in April. Yes. And then also uh, Sci-Fi Valley Con in June. And then we got Library Con the weekend after, after Steel City. Right. And... 
So like, like we said, folks, we're not going away, okay? We're just adjusting our schedule based on the news we hear. And trying new things. Yeah, exactly. And we'll see if any of the events are impacted. We hope they're not. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go with the schedule we have. We'll bring people more information as we get toward the middle of the year. The prequel is coming. It is typed up at 100%, 60% through editing. I was still on your events, for goodness sake. Not necessarily your books, but okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, we are not stopping. Right, but what I'm saying is when people want to see you. Yes. Um, in terms of the events, um, where we are keeping the schedule we've already set. Yes. Um, if anything changes, we'll let people know as soon as possible. Uh, Go to the di- website. We have the Facebook calendar there. Yes. So, uh, Christina, you are managing your events now via Facebook invites, yes. which are available at imperiallegends.com as well. Also available at facebook.com slash series. Um but uh, basically, all of your events will be managed via Facebook, uh, yes. calendar advice, etc. So um, definitely check out the latest happenings at ApparelLegends.com. Like Christina said, she is busy with uh, putting the finishing touches on her prequel, getting it off to print. And uh, hopefully everything goes well there and you will have copies available as scheduled yes. uh, with your your launch basically at Steel City this year. Yes. If not slightly before. Yes. But... Um, Steel City is more than likely the, the ideal opportunity to get yes. a copy. Um, and of course, you can pick up the copies of the print copies of the books at Amazon, including this prequel when it is available yes. on Amazon. It takes a little time. Um, also, you can check out uh, digital copies for Kindle as well via Amazon. Yes. So, um, also, videos. Christina, you've been working on the videos on YouTube. You're about to release another video hopefully later today. Yes. And um, that's going to be ready to go. So check out Christina's YouTube channel, folks, and subscribe while you're there. It helps her and us out. Wrap this thing up? Yes. All right, folks. Hopefully everybody enjoyed episode 158, whether it be the tangents or uh, just the, the passion that we put into this show. Be safe out there, folks. We really mean it. Um, just uh, exercise your best judgment. We will get through all these things. We're here to help weather the storm and hopefully entertain, educate, etc. Time we speak again, folks. Be well. Never pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>